You are listening to the Nebraska Hour. It is a part of the Bet Your Ash Podcasting Network, B-Y-A-P-N, B-Yappin. And when these guys be yapping, these guys be cursing. You've been warned. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. Mr. Brock White with us. Oh, I'm a mister this week. Awesome. Well, we had a pretty good week last week. I fucking crushed it, dude. We had a really good week, man. Um, I don't, I don't remember when we lost, honestly. Ah, <laughs> uh, TCU let me down. I know that. Yeah, okay, I was pretty yep, upset. you're right. TC, TCU is the one that let me down too. You're right about that. Um. But other than that, man, we we did really, really well. Uh, I'm glad I didn't take the Florida State bet against you. Um, Nebraska covered. Michigan covers. Uh, Oklahoma covers. Illinois covered for you. They did. Um, CU got a win. Yeah, that was wild. Uh, Georgia covers. Tennessee covers. They covered easily. Uh, Syracuse covers. Arkansas covered. We went down the line last week. We had a stellar week. Stellar uh, week. Did you say Michigan? Michigan, yeah, Michigan covered. Um, oh, dude, I had L- LSU over North Florida Texas outright. Which you said North Texas covered? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. North Texas beat La Tech. That's my weird one last week. Um, yeah, I, I hit a pretty sweet little five-leg parlay that really uh, capped off the weekend for me. Uh, Utah? You had Utah last week too, right? No, I was on USC. Oh, well, then that one lets you down there. Um, And I didn't bet on this game, or we didn't talk about this game, but Hawaii got a win, and as we all know, they're the worst team in football. I think they should make. Incredible. I think they should make Colorado and Hawaii play just like on Amazon Thursday night. Just keep it going. <laughs> it's fitting. It would fit perfectly. <laughs> um. So Nebraska played pretty good last week. Uh, we have a bye week this week, and then uh, next Saturday on the 29th, we play Illinois. Um, my mom's birthday next Saturday, by the way. Shout out to my mom, my mama. It'll be 59. Um, Happy birthday to your mom. What did you think about the game, about the Husker game? Oh, uh, first off, Trey Palmer is that man. Star, star. Uh, I don't know, man. They played so good, but the deep, like the offense was amazing. Scored, 
what was it, 38, 37 points? Yeah, it was 43, 37 final, I think it was. So, I just, I just think, like, was the defensive scheme bad, or did we just get outplayed? Uh, a little bit of both, I think. Um, I think that Purdue is a much better team at the moment, not, not necessarily talent-wise, but just because we're still fresh in this whole new coaching kind of thing going on. Um, we looked really good, though. Definitely some improvements. Our linebackers look a lot better. We need to cover a little better, and we need to – and really, we need, we need up front, our front four, to be better. Well, Mike, I mentioned last week how Purdue is just, like, an experienced team, so I expected that to kind of shine through, and it did. But, I mean, I wasn't even mad that we lost, to be honest. It was um, just cool to see us go back. I mean, we're down – 10-0. Yes. And last year, or under Frost, if we're down 10-0, I'm turning it off because nothing good's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be 40-13 to 13 at the end of the game or something like that. You know, it's craziness. Yeah, uh, and I like to and see us come hit. back. I like to see us not, like, just give up and be out of the game by halftime when that happens. Uh, I like – I mean, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of positives, actually. The rest of football is looking up right now compared to what it was the first few weeks of the season, you know? Um so I have some positivity. I think that that we uh, can potentially make a bowl game still. That's what I'm hoping. That's all I want is just please make a bowl game. We get six wins and get a bowl game. That'd be nice. That'd be something the rest fans hadn't seen for a couple of years. So do you think because they released uh, like you know the details of Scott Frost's you know renegotiation. Do you think if Mickey Joseph leads this team to a bowl game and they win or at least look good, does that win him this job? Honestly, I don't think that there's much that keeps Mickey's job. Uh, he has to have a stellar year, and we have to get turned down by a big-name guy. You know, uh, uh, Nebraska, if, if we get turned down by, uh, by uh, was it David? Um, what's, I always forget how to pronounce his name. Dave Arenada, Arenetta. Remember, no one talking about. No, where's he coach? Uh, uh, it starts with an A. I remember. I don't remember. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. If we get turned down by him or Chris Peterson or uh, Dion or Lane Kiffin or whoever, if we get turned down by big name guys, and I think Mickey, Mickey keeps, keeps his job another year. I don't think that that's very likely. I think that Nebraska fans and the Nebraska athletic department want a big name guy, and Mickey is just kind of going to get pushed aside, which is sad because if he has a good year and wins a bowl game, he deserves to keep his job. You know. Well, I don't know if you saw. Uh, Prime was on sixty minutes this week, and was talking about how he would be stupid not to listen to these bigger schools' offers. I and did so, see part of that. Um, and, like, he kind of – he didn't mention schools or conferences, but kind of shed some light on he thinks he can coach anywhere. The only place he doesn't want to coach is the NFL. And that makes sense. So, I think that there's, there's some hope for Nebraska to get prime. And, like, I would love to have Coach Prime. I think that if prime comes to Nebraska – then Mickey, Mickey Joseph stays on the staff because, like, they're going to be homies, you know? Like, they're going to be cool. Um, and you want to keep good coaching 
good coaches around. And it's somebody that, that knows the system or knows a program immersed in Husker tradition or whatever. You want a guy like that as well. Uh, man, I would just go bananas if we got Coach Prime. <laughs> and also, I think the way you get Coach Prime is on the 60 Minutes thing. He wasn't really talking about how he would get more money. He was talking about how his staff, like, they work so hard and, you know, all the bullshit that he has to say. But he's like, why wouldn't I want them to get paid? So I think the way you get Prime is say, hey, Prime, we're going to make you the highest paid coach in the conference. And all your assistants will be the highest paid position coach at that position in the conference. That's what's cool about Dion is like he doesn't really need, he doesn't need money and he loves he loves what he's doing right now, right? So getting his looking out for his team of of coaching staff of coaches and stuff really really helps helps it out. And so we don't have to give him a bazillion dollars necessarily as long as we pay him de- pay him very well and we pay and we commit to paying all the assistants better. Um, that, that's one of the best things about Dion's interview it was, was that he's looking out for all the, all the other coaches also. Because a lot of times, you know, like, um, the head coach gets $8 million or whatever, and the offensive coordinator gets a couple, like 500K or whatever it is. And that, maybe, not, not, maybe not that drastic of a difference, but you know what I'm talking about, is like a lot of those, a lot of those offensive coordinator guys and big-time defensive coaches – don't get paid even close to what they deserve comparatively to the head coaches. Yeah. And then, you know, that head coach will just leave the whole staff behind and uh, go take another high paying job and hire a brand new staff. And he doesn't give a fuck. (coughs) Brian Kelly. (coughs) (laughs) Um, I agree, man. And that it's cool to have, to have Dion talk about some loyalty in his coaching ranks and trying to keep his guys together. I mean, continuity breeds breeds success in coaching and in football and all sports pretty much. And if you can keep continuity throughout your coaching staff, and then you you also create continuity throughout your recruiting and what you're telling what you're telling kids. And then you see the production on the field of consistency and a program and not just having a, a football team. Well, I think another like important aspect of that is how cool it must be to be a player and, you know, you know that your coaches like each other, but also like you see them goofing around like while you're stretching and stuff. And like that just brings that like like that winning energy, I would call it to where it's like, yeah, we're we all believe in each other. We can all, you know hold each other accountable we can all you know love everybody up we can also put you in your place and it just sets the stage for winning to me there's there's this there's a thing about baseball right in baseball not always the best team wins world series but the team that wins world series has a certain kind of a of a camaraderie that other teams don't have you think about that in the 04 red sox some of the cardinals teams some of the giants teams the smaller market teams that are really, really good players and really good, really good uh, overall team, but they're not really the best on paper, but they have a camaraderie and a belief that they can do it. And that goes a long ways in sports, especially in college sports where they're not professionals, you know? Well, yeah. And I mean, you have kids from literally all over the country put into this locker room jammed in there 
so if they can all get along and you know they don't feel like the odd guy out or I don't that's fit makes, in. That's what makes college sports uh, special is because there's you have to you have to develop a team team mentality, not just a team on the field. Well, and yeah, that's what I'm saying is you have a kid from you know Compton in California and a kid from York, Nebraska, and they're like lockers are next to each other. Football is what got them there. But them, like, helping each other out is what gets them to where they want their football career to go. And it's just yeah. so important. And you can't do that. You can't do that when you're changing coaches, coaches every year. Yeah, communication and camaraderie builds, builds a team atmosphere. It's important. Anyway, let's go to uh, Bill Braschke. <laughs> well, anyway, um, let's, uh, let's, what, what kind of games you got for this week, buddy? I've only got six this week, man. It's all right, man. Six is a good number. We don't got to go ten every every time. We we did we did crush it last week though. Crushed it, dude. Good work by us. I'm patting myself on the back. If you can hear that, I cannot. But I hope that our listeners, man, if you guys bet with us consistently, we'll make you monies. Not every week's a great week, but man, we we had a good week last week for sure. Thirteen units positive. In my account, pretty hell sweet. yeah, buddy. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, since we're talking about bets and money, I think it's only fair to start with this game right here University of Nevada, Las Vegas at Notre Dame. <laughs> what do you have with Notre Dame lately? You like to bet on and against, you like to bet against them. I don't know what it is. I'm just, when I'm looking through the board, I just see who they're playing, and I'm like, okay, I can, I can see how I could make money off that. And the way I'm going to make money off that this week is give me the running Rebels and 27 and a half points. Um, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a wild one. Uh, I think I'll stay away from that one personally. Notre Dame, just a weird, just a weird kind of a team to bet on Oregon. So, yes, I, I just don't trust them. Or trust against them, you know. Um, you know, so I got the uh, my first one, the Ohio State University. <sighs> Minus thirty, I think, is absurd, but I like the over forty nine and a half. I think that o- OSU could do it by himself potentially. Who do they play this week? They play Iowa. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Uh, um, I would almost take Iowa plus 30 because it's going to be a slow game. But I like the over 49 and a half because there's, there's going to be points scored for sure. And Iowa can't score very much. But I figure if, if it's a, a 45-14 game or 45-20 game or something like that, um, or – 40 to 10, I guess, is good enough. Um, yeah, I was thinking I that like, was I like be... the over. I just think the over a lot. Yeah, I like that. I like where you're going. Uh, my next one, Purdue, fresh off a win over the Corn Shuckers, goes up to Wisconsin, and the badges, don't you know, getting two and a half, or laying two and a half, sorry. Laying two and a half. Give me, give me the Boilermakers. 
on the no, road. Where the Lakers are getting to an F. Yeah, Wisconsin's lane. Sorry, I confused. Okay, okay. my bad. I, I confused yeah. myself. Taking the ball yeah, and making first Yeah, uh, Wisconsin's defense has been suspect all year, and we saw it live last Saturday. Like Purdue can go up and down the field; they can run between the tackles, play action; they can sling the pill around the yard. I mean, I like the Boilermakers in that one. You know the 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 Boilermakers have not beat Wisconsin since two thousand and three. All the better. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go money line on that then. I think they're due. They're due. It's only plus one fifteen money line. Um, I like like two and a half. I like Purdue on that one. I I like that's a nice pick. (laughs) Hey, you're either hot or you're due, right? You're one of the two, man. That's you're damn right about that, baby. Um, I like the Clemson. Football team here against Syracuse. Now, Syracuse has been good to us, and Syracuse has been playing great. Clemson minus 13 and a half in South Carolina. I think that Syracuse is due for a letdown, and Clemson is going to, the home as a home team, going to really put it to them. You know, I see what you're saying. I was looking at that one hard earlier this morning. Clemson has been good to me all year. Syracuse has been good to me, so I'm just going to go ahead and put my feet up and enjoy that one. Nice, nice. That'll be a fun game to watch as well. Uh, my next one is uh, I got the Longhorns minus six and a half at Oklahoma State. Now, the Cowboys burned me last week. But do you know what Cowboys do, Tim? They circle the wagons. No, they wrangle cattle. Oh, damn. I was thinking it was going to be a circle the wagons boom, uh, you know, boomer sketch right there. Chris Berman kind of a deal going on. Well, no, it's Oklahoma State, not the Sooners. It was the Sooners, yeah. We're no, boomer. Because, uh, it's, uh, you know, Chris Berman, boomer. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Or the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Well, give me Oklahoma State plus six and a half. I like that too. I like Oklahoma State. They look they look really good last week. Um, they can really score score some points quick, man. And their defense is badass. They got some and you ballers know, in that. You know how I'm gonna put money on the Oklahoma State Cowboys? How's that? I'm gonna reach. Back, 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 back into my wallet and grab the cash. So, my other, my only other one that I have actually, I like the Oklahoma State bet as well. My only other one that I have is, uh, I'm gonna roll with CU again. CU plus twenty three and a half against Oregon State. I don't hate the plus thirteen fifty money line as well, but plus twenty three and a half, the CU Buffaloes gonna go and at least keep within four scores <laughs> is it in boulder again or it's in it's in it's in corvallis oregon uh i don't i don't think oregon state's really that good i watched him play a couple late night games 
And I don't think CU is as bad as what they have been playing. Like, and their talent level isn't isn't just awful, like like people think it is. Now, when they play USC, UCLA, then the talent level is massively different. But Oregon State, I think, um, isn't as good as what people think. And twenty three and a half is a large number. Hey, you know what, Tim? You, me, Russ, and his disgusting Subway sandwich. Let's ride. Let's ride, baby. Let's ride. I fucking hate that you do this Russ Wilson thing all the time because I hate that guy so much. I, just I hate him more. Think it's I hate him so more annoying. He's a Bronco. And it's like everything I watch, whether it's YouTube or Prime or Apple or Hulu or whatever, those fucking commercials pop up. And well, now the, the danger which commercials pulled because they pulled the sandwich. You know, they pulled the whole thing. Now it's not even on in the vault. Who the fuck eats at Subway anyways? Like, respect Man, every yourself. now and then I want some of that bread that's, that tastes like a little bit of yoga mat. I mean, respect yourself and go to Jimmy John's. Like, Jimmy John's doing? is no good either. Respect yourself and go to Jersey Mike's or somewhere that has good sandwiches. But, you know, guilty pleasure. I would much rather take Subway over Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's, eh, could pass on it. You guys are idiots. It's all about snarfs. Dude, I love the snarfs too. I love snarfs too. Chiba Hut does a nice Sammy too. Chiba Hut is my move, actually. Chiba Hut's my probably one of my favorite spots in Denver for sandwiches. We should probably get sponsored by him, to be honest. There's actually a play. <laughs> well, we'll never get a call from Subway. Thanks, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Uncle Jared's best friend. <laughs> oh man. Let's wrap this up, man. I got some things to do. I got to go drive around, eat people riding shit. So before we go, we can't just say goodbye. So what we need to do is say, hey, guys, you know, if you guys are listening right now, go ahead, find yourself a nice white place, get on your phones, rate, review, like, comment, all that stuff. Tip your Uber drivers. You can find me at Timmy Nebraska on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can find Brock at at rockwhite86 on Twitter. And you can find our podcast on all of your favorite podcasting networks and also at betyourash.com. And remember to tip your Uber drivers and tell your friends if you have any. Hey, Tim, real quick. Do you know where you can find Ladybug this week? It's on the couch. Locked in a cage outside because I run this. <laughs>